0: And if you want to make an impact with your art and help people and do what you say you're going to do, which is bring more positivity and light, I need to come through that healing space myself so that I can tell that story and be authentic and that other people can feel okay. Because there are a lot of other people that I'm sure they're feeling the same way.
1: What's going on? Welcome to the Biz Women Rock podcast. I'm your host, Katie Kremitzos. This podcast is perfect for you if you are hungry to continue growing a business that you love so you can live a life that you get to design. The 2017 Biz Women Rock retreat is officially open. If you're ready to go big in your business, then this retreat was designed for you. Three days of intense work to get clear on what you really want for your business in the upcoming year. An intimate group of fellow women entrepreneurs just like you who are there to help you mastermind and brainstorm and see things that you can't quite see. Here's what a few of last year's attendees had to say.
0: Well, I'm here from Australia. Um, Spending the money to come here was worth every single cent. And what I found for my business was I could really get it off the ground with all the information that she provided me and the exercises were awesome. The the most important thing that I got out of the event was uh, some focus uh, that was really, really important to me to drill down and fix some of the processes that needed to be fixed doing focused work, planning strategies, figuring out what is in your way and then figuring out how to overcome that. The fact that we were able to apply it and tweak it and get ideas and brainstorm about it, that hands down made this very successful.
1: Katie does a really great job of creating a safe environment for everyone to feel very open and trusting with each other.
0: I've taken away a room full of businesswomen that will remain my friends and a strategic plan to move me into 2017 and beyond.
1: Not only will you leave the retreat with a doable action plan that you can implement for this upcoming year, but you'll leave with an intimate group of friends, women who know what this journey is like and are here to be part of your success for the next level in your business. So come join us The Biz Women Rock retreat is happening on December 1st through 3rd, 2017, in Orlando, Florida. And it's going to happen in a nine bedroom luxurious mansion. You can check out all the details and reserve your spot at bizwomenrock.com forward slash retreat. I've had the privilege of working one-on-one with Lisa Hetrick since the summer of 2017. And what I've discovered in that time about her work ethic, her persistence, and her devotion to getting her art into the hands of as many people as she possibly can is exactly why she's my guest today. Lisa is the creator of Indigo Jade Art. She creates art that brings more happiness and joy into the world During our conversation, Lisa shares why she decided to bring her art direct to the consumer and how she's doing that so successfully. She shares how she spent one year creating art for the sake of art, not with the intention to sell it. This act allowed her to heal from a very painful business breakup that changed everything for her. This year allowed her to discover an entirely new style of art that she became dedicated to sharing with the world so each individual who experienced it could heal, find joy, and feel uplifted. We touch on her Instagram strategies, which are pretty awesome, how and why she's reorganized her website to better help her come up in the googly, as she says, and why she decided to put her art on merchandise through Society6 and add it to her store. During this interview, you'll get a peek inside how Lisa approaches her marketing and business strategy for her artwork so that the quote-unquote broke artist is a label that she stays far away from. So sit back and enjoy this awesome conversation with Lisa Hetrick. Lisa, what's going on, girl? Hello, hello. I'm so excited to have you here on the show.
0: (laughs) I'm super excited. Thanks for having me today. Of
1: course. I am super honored to have you here. I have had the privilege of having you as a part of the Biz Women Rock community for a long time and the extreme privilege of being able to be very intimate with your business as a one-on-one coach and strategist since the middle of 2017. And the reason why that's been such a privilege and why I'm having you on the show is because I get to see the level of of genius marketing expertise and just work ethic that you have put into Indigo Jade Art, your business. And so that's what I want to share with everyone because I think it's A, an inspiration and B, super educational. Like what you're doing is really awesome for people to see. So thank you for being here.
0: That's great. Thank you. I'm
1: excited. Okay, so for anyone who has not had the privilege of knowing who you are or what Indigo Jade art is all about, can you talk a little bit about your background and why this is what you do?
0: Wow. Okay, so I am, I will start here. I am the creator of art that makes you feel good. And my business, I am a graphic designer, marketer, art business owner, and I've been an artist my entire life in some shape way or form. However, over the last year and a half, two years, I kind of reformed and made some major shifts in my business from my former business with my personal name, Lisa Hetrick, out in the world to indigo jade art. And it has been an evolution that was pivoted based on a business experience that I had. I had owned a business with two partners and that experience wasn't everything that I wanted it to be. And it kind of didn't end well. And at that moment when it happened, I felt this shift that needed to happen. And I felt in that particular experience that there wasn't enough positivity and light as a female business owner in that particular experience. And I wanted to take it and shift it and go a different way with it. So it was sort of like the pinnacle moment and genesis of Indigo Jade Creative, which is my umbrella business. And Indigo Jade art is part of that. I just really wanted to bring more positivity and light into the world. And I wanted to do it through my art. So everybody has experiences in their lives that take them into different directions. That particular experience as a business owner ended in negative experience and I wanted to turn it around and make it a positive. And I think it's really important to talk about that because sometimes people will get stuck in that spot, like this really bad thing happened and I'm just going to keep going deeper into this rabbit hole. And it was bad, but I just... Decided that no, there was a lesson to be learned, and I'm going to turn this around and turn this into a different direction. I had been in art licensing and I had created a lot of different art related products and things in the years prior to that business. So I kind of had some steam and I knew what I was doing in that area, but I felt heavily burnt out. So that's why I had shifted back into my design and marketing role. And through that experience with partners, I decided that wasn't going to be a good fit. So I was going to pull back and become a solopreneur again and make this huge shift into the creator of art that makes you feel good.
1: So I would imagine with that whole experience and with your sort of mental decision that you were going to make it be a positive thing and let something beautiful and positive come out of it. I can't imagine that you knew exactly how that was going to look and exactly how that was going to manifest at the beginning. Right. So, yeah. So, what did, what did that look oh, like in the wow. beginning? Because I, I'm asking this question because there are so many artists out there, folks who are so so ridiculously talented and they're not quite sure how to get that talent translated into a business and into being out there in the world in a way that actually drives revenue and actually makes an impact in that way or at a big scale. So did you know some of that stuff kind of coming out of this experience and making this decision or what did it look like back then?
0: Well, it didn't look like anything back then. I knew that I had these tugs that I wanted to do specific things that I wanted to create art. I wanted to go directly to the consumer with it. I wasn't sure how that was going to shape up or how that was going to happen. But first of all, I needed to shift some things because I was in a place where there needed to be quite a bit of healing happening. So mentally, mindset, physically, a lot of healing needed to happen. So I took an entire year and just made art I got back to this place that had originally burnt me out and came back to it and just made art for an entire year in my sketchbooks, with my hands, like all these different things and made art without the intention of thinking of how I could sell it. So I didn't let the creativity be the thing that was going to support me. Right.
1: I'm so glad that you mentioned that because there is a space where all of that can live in harmony with each other. But if you're not emotionally ready to sort of watch those borders, if you will, then it can get really ugly, really fast. So being able to sort of reclaim your creativity and your space for that, that's huge. Yes.
0: And it took a year and my initial, and I won't, I'm not going to lie. My initial reaction when I had the business experience, that I had was okay, you know what to do, get going, launch this, get going, you'll be ready to go in two weeks. And then I was like, no, stop, pause. Give this time to think this through, this portion of the business through, because you are coming at it from a place of healing and you're not the only one in this world that has these feelings. And if you want to make an impact with your art and help people and do what you say you're going to do, which is bring more positivity and light, I need to come through that healing space myself so that I can tell that story and be authentic and that other people can feel... OK, because there are a lot of other people that I'm sure they're feeling the same way. But I knew that I wanted I knew it was going to take time and I knew I had to give myself that time. And what ended up happening is that I came to it with a different art style, a completely different art style than I had presented myself within industries in the past. So I went into a new medium. I went into a new art style and found my place there through massive amounts of just sketchbooks and doing and sitting with people and talking and hearing their stories and always coming to it from a place of healing. Love that.
1: So if you could do me the favor and try as best as you can, because we're on audio right now, if you could do some sort of a verbal description of what your art looks like, is, feels like, what it represents, if you could do your best job of doing that so people get an idea. And by the way, if you are listening to this and you have recently caught a Facebook Live of mine, you've probably seen Lisa's art in my background. I'm probably one of Lisa's number one fans. I love her art. It's beautiful. It's bold. It's colorful. It just speaks volumes to the woman's experience in this world. So I love it. That is my outside description of it. So why don't you tell yours?
0: (laughs) That's a perfect description of it. But what I like to say is that the art that I create makes someone feel something. And my intention with it is that they come to it and they have either a sense of empowerment, positivity, light, or happiness. And I work mainly in watercolor, but I do work with other mediums and I paint a lot of blooms and flowers. I do also paint movement with mermaids and I have this mash. Up of word and image that come together. And the words that come together, it could be one word or two words or a phrase. It is short and sweet and has a powerful emotion behind it. Things like every moment matters, live in your blessings, live in full bloom, things that when you come to it, it's different. When a person comes to that piece of art, it's different. That meaning, that emotion, that feeling is different for every single one of us. And it hits you at a different point in your life or your season. And so that's my intention.
1: Love that. The one that I am holding in my hand right now says stay in your lane, which I'm sure every businesswoman can identify with in their own special way, which is exactly what your art really is. So, okay, I want to go into serious business strategy. You got to this space where you really got to reclaim your sense of creativity and you got to now have a space where you can produce art and it feels good. It's you, it's a new version of what you do as an artist. And then you were like, okay, I'm what, do gonna, I do now? what do I do now? <laughs> let's right. talk a little bit about some strategy and, because I want to get into your brain as to why you took certain steps that you have taken. So let's talk a little bit about that.
0: So I had spent quite a bit of time figuring out what that look and feel was going to be and creating that body of work or what that the emotion behind that body of work was going to be. And I was like, it's time to just put it out there. I had worked on my website for Indigo Jade Art for an entire year. It shouldn't take that long, but I just gave it that time to do it and shape it. And it's still reshaping itself as things are evolving. But I decided that I was going to go direct to consumer. I was going to invest in myself, get the printer that I needed to get to be able to deliver my own art print, to be able to print on demand my own art prints. And I opened an Etsy shop first. That's the first thing that I did was open an Etsy shop launched with 20 prints that had this emotion and feeling and all of the art that makes you feel good right out of the gate. And I was like, I'm just going to launch because that was a huge milestone. That was something I had talked myself out of for the last 12 years. Don't do this. Don't do this. Go licensing route. Try this route. Well, I've tried all these different routes. And then I said, no, I'm just going to do this. I'm going to put it out. I'm going to launch the Etsy shop. And the unique thing is I launched it like on a Friday, early 2017, March, and I got my first sale like the next day from this person in Hawaii. She's wonderful. She bought the mermaid prints. She bought like four of them. And I was like, how? Did she find me? I have no idea who this is. So she found me on Instagram. She found that I launched it. That was one of the images I showed. And I was like, wow, that's really cool. That taught me a couple lessons about the power of social media, the power of garnering followers in a very authentic way. And it also gave me the confidence to just continue, take the next step, take the next step, take the next step after that. So.
1: So let's dive a little bit deeper into the Instagram strategy. So number one, now you got on Etsy. So it gives you like you've got a store now. Basically, that's what that meant. Like, okay, I have a store. I have a way for people to actually buy my product. But now it then becomes a matter of marketing. Now, I need to make sure that everyone listening actually gets that you know marketing. Like you're not a newbie to marketing. You've been doing marketing strategy, social media strategy for other clients. You've had that experience for quite a long time. So you really come to the table now in your own business with a huge backlog of experience at the forefront ready, right?
0: Right. And that's something that is not unique to me, but it is something that I have also in that year spent extra time investing in myself to get even more knowledge base. Like I went and got more certifications and content management and social media, you know, learned all about the googly stuff that we all want to learn. But <laughs>
1: I'm going to put that in quotes, the googly stuff we need to
0: learn. <laughs> you know, but we need to learn. I had had some really poor experiences working with web developers. So I decided I'm building this myself. I learned quite a bit over the last few years about WordPress. And all of those things that you learn are heavy investments in yourself as a business owner to get you to a point where at some point when you grow, you can have help with that. But at that time, I was in a place of pulling back from having partners and going back and working my business myself. So yes, I did have all of this experience, but I still had a lot that I wanted to learn. And I'm still, I still feel like I'm always learning and getting that help. As an artist, I knew exactly how to market art. I mean, I knew that I needed to leverage website, blog content, Facebook, Instagram, like all the things that I needed to, to build an organic base and continue to build an organic base, move into digital marketing and do some advertising. So I knew all the steps because I have done that for other clients, but it was a Great investment in myself to say, hey, I've done this for so many people. I've stood up so many brands. It's time to stand me up. Mm -hmm. Okay, so let's get into some of those
1: practicalities. I have no expectation that we're going to dive deep into your full Instagram strategies or your full Facebook strategies or even your blog strategies, but I kind of want to tiptoe into each and every one of them so everyone listening can hear what your mindset is around all of them and sort of combining all of them and the effects that they're having. So I have been able to see the genius work you've been doing on Instagram and therefore invited you in to give a case study talk within the Biz Women Rock Academy a few weeks ago which was just mind-blowing. It changed my mind on how I'm actually showing up to my Instagram, which is awesome. So if you want to see how Lisa's mind shows up to Instagram, definitely consider joining the Academy just for that education. It was phenomenal. But if you could start a little bit with maybe one or two cool strategies that you've used in Instagram that have really helped garner attention towards your work.
0: Well, Instagram is highly visual, so it's the perfect place for an artist to be or a photographer or anyone really to be if you're going to show up visually. But one of the key differences between you and other people on Instagram is really is showing up. And for social, I needed to make a decision about which platform was going to where my people were. I already knew what my why was, but now I needed to go out and find the people that Surrounded me in my why, who I wanted to serve, those people. For me in social, we're on Facebook and Instagram. I had already had a pretty decent Facebook audience. My Instagram audience, the whole year that I was working towards this, I was sharing my art for an entire year daily in Instagram. So I kind of pre did some of this pre-work, getting to know who the audience was and understanding them, hashtagging my work in there so that I could get into hubs of people who were looking for these kinds of things, inspirational quotes, healing art, things like that, so that I could start to pull people into what I'm doing through using hashtags in there. And I was also spending a year, and I actually do it every day, spending time being in other people's feeds and commenting on their work and asking them questions and really trying to create some engagement back and forth. Instagram is built like that. It's a space where you can share and sell. You can make sales through there, but you really need to show up every day with value. So for me, I made it the place where I share It's my hub social spot first. I share my sketchbook inspiration, my sketchbook daily drawings I share in there. And then I also layer on top other things that my sales posts or trying to draw some attention to my blog for other content that I'm working on. And all of that wasn't perfect out of the gate. And I think that's another important thing that has evolved over time and is just continuing to get stronger as I have figured out time and resources and what's important and what people are reacting to and how I want that body of work that I share in Instagram to get legs. Because usually it starts there and the creation, the work, the body of work starts there, then it becomes something else and then turns into a piece of art that gets noodled and sold. So... Right.
1: And I want to point out one really cool strategy that you've used that really has always attracted a lot of attention for you, just to give a nice case study about this is that you had, for example, you had this really great, I think it was the grace piece, the butter, was it the big butterfly, right? Yes. Okay, so she's got this beautiful, like it's a long, tall piece of a butterfly and somebody had actually, I think you were making this for an art show, is that right?
0: Yes, it was in a local members art show contributing to my community. I learned all those wonderful nuggets from you working with you about visibility and how to be a little more present in your local area. So that was one of the steps that I took forward. I would never done a member show. I've never done anything like that. I created this piece and it's hanging there. But that piece came from a place of healing. I painted it right after my father passed away. Everything I my paint has a story. This particular piece, I decided to expand on, and I told that story on my blog. So, and sharing that, so that's part of my strategy too. And I think that's where you headed. What you were getting? Well, that which is
1: huge. Yes, the whole telling of the story behind the painting—that's actually become a giant main pillar, if you will, of how you share your content. You call it "Behind the Bloom," which is super cool. But what the other part of that strategy I want to talk about is the fact that you showed how you were painting that as you were painting it. Like you basically didn't like paint it and then took a picture and shared it on Instagram and told the story. You actually like show up with it, this part painted and then that part painted and then this part painted. And she would show the progression, ladies. It was so awesome. And it got people mired in the story and the experience of Lisa's painting coming to fruition. And I just fell in love with that whole strategy. Even though you were doing this for a local art show, you had people on the feed going, Hey, can I get that?
0: Where can I get that? Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) that was really cool. But it was a little like, whoa. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I had, you know, and it was going to be, it has since I've made it into a print and it's in my shop and it is sold a couple of times and I knew it was going to, but telling those stories are really key. To me and how I'm showing up and being present. And for me, that particular story and behind the bloom, I, I have a two versions of content that I do bloom and flow and behind the bloom. Behind the bloom is really the deep story behind the painting and get really personal about where those emotions are coming from, that place of healing. But also, I'm sharing because I'm not the only one in the world feeling this way. And if we keep sharing and we keep telling our stories, we just lift everybody else up you take everybody else along for the ride with you. And I just express it through art. Other people might express it in writing or whatever way they show up in the world. But I think it's important as a business owner, as a brand, as a person who's trying to bring more light and positivity in the world to be authentic that way. So I'm telling it all, all the ugly parts too, in social, being authentic. And I think that's important.
1: I love that. I am A, of course, 100% in line with that. But B, I think that's what makes what you're doing. And I think what every independent artist has the potential to do if they're not already doing it successfully, that's the power of it because it becomes more than just a piece of art. It becomes the emotion, the story, the connectedness that art allows us to see. And that's what you do so well. And so I I think that this is such a great case study of how to go about, quote unquote, selling by sharing authentically about why you created a piece, what the story is behind it, who it impacts. I mean, there's just so many great strategies on how you can show up. But the point is, and what I really wanna hone down in onto is the fact that you show up every day to do it, like literally every single day. I think there's such magic in that and that you've allowed yourself to experiment. I wanna transition into your website. I would love for you to talk about some recent changes that you've made to your website and some kind of high-level strategy on how you're using your website To share more of your message, to share more of your art, so that it will actually make sales for you and allow your art pieces to spread wider.
0: Well, I have made some major changes into the website because when I launched it, I was like, "I'm going to launch it. I've got this shop. It's going to evolve." That's the other thing about websites. I think people need to understand is that they are living, breathing things. And you can change stuff all the time. And the more you learn, the more you want people to come to your website. Now, my website, I always, when I'm talking about it to people, I always say, stop by. I'll leave the light on for you because it really is my home where I keep everything and asking all these people to come. So the light is always on. But I have made some major changes in how I have organize the content on the website. I got some help, again, making another investment in myself. And I'm going to give her the shout out right here, Taylor Bradford. I worked with her. She's in the Biz Women Academy and Biz Women Rock community. She's phenomenal in helping you figure out how to shape your content for better search results in the Googly. So she could tell where I was headed with things, but she also helped me reorganize what we call that cornerstone content. And I have three buckets of things that I try to achieve and she helped me work that out. So I've been making major shifts and creating new landing pages and reorganizing my content so that when I push it out in social, I'm driving traffic to different areas of my website intentionally with calls to action that are very specific because you can't just build your website and hope that people will come. You have to bring them And I want, when I bring them to the space, I want them to stay and I want them to have some value there. So making those investments and learning how to do that have been key. There were huge sections on my website. We just eliminated. Wow. (laughs) You know, I had a portfolio section. I had things that just weren't important anymore and we're not allowing all those wonderful things like bounce rates and when people jump out of your website. When people come, you want a clear path and a clear direction of where you want people to go when you're driving them there. So getting that help, I knew how to do it for other people. I just really needed someone to work with me and have some accountability there and really break it down for me and get that fast knowledge and do because all the time we're like, oh my gosh, I'm going to have to learn. This is going to take me a while. now it doesn't have to be. You can get that fast knowledge. Find that person that can give that knowledge base to you quickly so that you can get going. Love that. So, so true. Um, We have just a couple of minutes left. I want to make sure that we
1: touch upon the product store. So tell us a little bit about why you decided to actually launch merchandise with your art on it and where that fits into the whole business line with you.
0: Well, again, I came from it. There are two... As an artist, there are lots of different ways you can go to get your art out into the world. A lot of people choose the light art licensing path, and that's when you work with manufacturers and you sell your art and they put it on product. And I have done that in the past. I'm open to that experience down the road, but I didn't find it burnt me out the first time. So I decided, again, my whole brand and my business model was to go direct to consumer in the curated way that meant something to me. So I launched the gift. Products, stationery notebook store on Society6, where I could put my art on product and sell direct to the consumer. And they have lots of different products in there that can be purchased. It is an artist platform. There are artists all over the world that sell their products through there. I went into that space. I curated things that meant something to me that I use that are useful, that I find that could be useful in someone's life. And I created four collections of art to start that process. And again, art that makes you feel good. I went in with home decor, notebooks, stationery, gift products, because I wanted, again, to get my art Get the light, get the positivity out to as many people as I can in as many ways as I can. So I launched my own. I love that. I love that. So I feel
1: honestly, Lisa, if we were to give a full view into how you were doing business right now, this would probably be like a good four hour conversation. And we would be literally waiting on every single word that's coming out of your mouth. Because what I can tell you from knowing how Lisa works and how she's showing up is that she's so good with just continuing to show up and allowing herself to not be perfect and show up and give it a try and see what happens over here and see what happens over here. With a level of quality every single time that is in line with her brand and her art. So I really just want to thank you so much for coming on and giving people an inside view as to what and how you've been doing your art and getting your art to the masses and getting your art out there in a way where it simultaneously brings in revenue and furthers the mission that you have, which is bringing light and positivity into the world. And I just, I know every artist has their mission, has their own personal mission. And I have just seen in you where all of that stuff finally like really thrives when it's all together and it all really works. So congratulations on everything that you're doing. Please go do yourself a favor and go check out IndigoJadeArt.com. That is where you're going to find all of Lisa's coolness. I promise you, your eyes will thank me afterwards after you see the website. It's just gorgeous, gorgeous stuff. So Lisa, thank you so much for sharing your insight as to how you're growing your business right now.
0: Thank you, Katie. I really enjoyed this. Thanks so much.
1: Thank you so much for taking the time out to listen to this episode today. I am so grateful that you are here listening. If you want to connect with your fellow listeners and start having more and more business conversations so that you can learn all the intricacies you need to learn about growing a business and growing it purposefully and making it grow beyond what you can possibly imagine go connect with thousands of other business owners in the biz women rock community. We have a private Facebook group that is totally free for you at bizwomenrock.com forward slash group. I look forward to seeing you in there.